Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jacob with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. I'm joined once again by Lewis. Lewis, when was the last time we were together? Back in uh, Cali? Yeah, I think so. It's been a while for sure. Yeah. Missed you. So uh, tell us what you've been up to. Oh, wow. That's a long story. I'll make it short. Um, recently, I went down down to the border and um, oh. actually <clears throat> talked to, uh, there's over a hundred where we were, there's over a hundred um, immigrants that were sleeping on our side of the border. And so the deal is what happens now, and they're all males, 99% of them were males and fighting age males. And from places like Sudan, Chad, things like that. Interesting enough, even one of the guys, which um, I know you dealt with people like this before, I got enough information on him because he spoke really good English. And I said, why do you speak such good English? And he says, I was actually a translator for the United States military in operations. And I believe he was either Sudan or Chad. You would probably know better than me. Um, Anyways, that's where he was from. But he says he was a translator. And I said, that's very interesting. But the reason why he's over here is because uh, the United States, of course, defaulted on the agreements that they had to give these guys asylum when they do that for us. Um, so he yeah. decided to to come over the border. Now, what's interesting is virtually all of these people on the border had nice new shoes, new and new clothes. Mm-hmm. They looked 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 very very healthy. And we asked them so so many questions on how they how they get here, and the trip is pretty incredible. But they end up they end up getting bussed right to the border. That's the thing that people and then they just walk over a hill and they're they're right there. Um, and the coyotes wow. take them there. So, uh, who's paying for them to get here? And do they have like those credit cards and phones and everything? This is a great question. Yes, they all had phones. Don't know how they got the phones. Um, what they were saying is that they were waiting for three days for border patrol to pick them up, process us, and then just send us to a city. So they literally just wait there, having a good time camping out. A red, there's Red Cross blankets all over the place, tons of food, water, every everything they need. But right across the border, the cartel is right there. In fact, one of them, one of them had a gun. The other one was taking pictures of, of myself and the crew I was with, and so we started taking pictures of them. Yeah, and he, he they're monitoring them because that's their money, and probably until Border Patrol grabs them, they probably don't get paid. That's just a Probably that's a guess of mine. So they make sure. In fact, one of the guys was so bold, he came right across the Mexican border, walked right across, went up and talked to a couple of people in that group, kind of did the finger wagging, right? And then uh, then we saw we saw a sniper up on a hill pointing at us, so we decided to get, get booking. So we, we took off from there. Wow. So we... we... You know, we've heard Mike Adams has had, uh, you know, people on that talk that are security on the buses and stuff like that. And they talk about how they have, uh, you know, cell phones and they, they're scheduled to get off at certain places, but they, they demand to get off somewhere else. And, uh, and that's probably because they're, they know they're going to a certain location, like maybe New York, but in route, they're going to get off and they're going to do whatever they're supposed to do in these locations. So someone is coordinating this. Someone is paying for these people to be brought there. Someone is paying for them to be, uh, you know, shipped around the United States. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we, we're hearing that uh, bus companies are making a fortune right now, and that's being paid for by taxpayers, either in Texas, Arizona, federal government. Seems like the federal government, uh, the Border Patrol, is in on this too, to me. They're complicit. They're totally complicit. I wow. couldn't get a straight answer out of a Border Patrol guy. Uh, we ended up secretly filming one guy and got some straight answers. He was actually, um, ironically, we ended up at, at night, real late at night, we ended up looking into this whole fenced off 
barbed wire area and it's where all the border patrol vehicles are parked, right? And we're like, it's packed, but all the vehicles are there, right? So we're taking pictures in this and one of the guys came up, right? Because he was he was monitoring the place and walked up. He goes, hey, what's up? We talked to him and he was pretty, he was pretty cool. And then finally he says, can you turn off your cameras? And then we got more information out of him. Um, they're not happy. They're just, but here's the frustrating thing. They're just, their mantra is the same. We're just, we're just following what we're told. Well, you don't have to follow what we do. And he, he literally said, we're, we're afraid that we're going to lose our pension and lose, lose everything. So I asked the guys, I said, when, when does it become more important for right. you to stand up and be a whistleblower instead of worrying about taking care of your family right now? Because it, in the, in the long run, your 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 legacy is going to be that you were a coward in the face of this adversity. That's the long run. So okay, so your family will have a nice home, but your legacy is that you're a coward. Wouldn't you rather have your legacy to be somebody that was a whistleblower and stood up, and for generations are going to tell your story of how amazing great great grandpa was, and that that's what I'm trying to appeal to now um, with the sheriffs with everything. Like I had a very spirited conversation with Sheriff Mack. Um, I didn't know it was being filmed at the time, but that ended up getting out there. And we used to, we, we tried to put it out on my channel. Anyways, the whole thing is we need, we, we the people need to take the accountability now. Yeah. When we see r r something wrong, we need to get in the face of the people that are supposed to be protecting us. And if we don't, they're just going to keep willy-nilly doing whatever they're doing because their excuses are paycheck. Yeah. So- uh, you know, because I've been involved in, you know, disclosing uh, quite a bit. Once you're in the mix, I, I explained this to Tracy earlier today because she asked me, you know, she was kind of upset too, like people aren't uh, coming forward and, and speaking out. And I said, imagine you're in a room and you know all, you know all the vampires. Mm -hmm. And the vampires, you know the vampires are going to, they're with dates or whatever, and they're going to vampire those people. Uh, and you know that if you speak out, the vampires will kill you right away. Mm -hmm. So you're in this room full of vampires and you're like, how do I, how do I tell? And then maybe you, you like leave a little piece of paper, somebody, and then, you know, somebody that's, you know, with a vampire, whether they're married to them or whether they're, you know, just recently attached to them for whatever reason, uh, they will, they will fight you because they don't believe that they could be a vampire. They, they convince them that they're good. So that, that's a problem that we have. And it's a problem that I uh, encountered when I was trying to reveal stuff. So the best that you can do in an environment like that is if you are awake, you try and wake other people up so that they can see the vampires themselves. Uh, so that was what I was doing when I was overseas, when I worked for the CIA and sometimes, you know, in SEAL teams and so forth. But uh, not so much in the SEAL teams, but definitely in the CIA. Uh, some of the um, you know former special forces guys uh, that were working as security, it was it was tough because I would tell them about nine eleven and they they didn't want to believe it. So you have to like awaken someone to at least one thing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and once they see oh if that's corrupt, maybe there's other things corrupt, and then once that happens, then there's enough people around with stakes, you know hidden yeah. stakes. So you're, yeah. you're like looking at somebody and you're like, you want to tell them that they're with a vampire and you're looking around, is anybody going to bag me up? And then somebody like surreptitiously pulls back their jacket and you see they got a stake and they're like, okay, I got backup. So that's the kind of the way that I felt when Trump came into office uh, and I started to see other people revealing. I'm like, if they're revealing, I'm going to reveal too. So that's how it starts. Someone will reveal and if they get away with it, then other people will start to reveal. So that's you're you're saying the right thing. We the people have to have to give them cover. We have to you know uh, you know back them up. We have to like demand. If we demand, they're like, well, they're demanding. Then I'm going to reveal. They're going to back me up, and I'll just reveal, and I'm I'm going to be covered to a certain extent. So uh, even even people that are revealing, as we know, uh, get attacked because uh, they. People don't want to hear it, and uh, people don't want to wake up. And there's all these different levels of, you know, awakening process. 
But yes, it has to come from multiple people starting to awaken, uh, support each other uh, in different ways. So you and I and other people that have been revealing this information, you know, we all get attacked, you know, in lots of different ways. Um, but we have enough cover. We give enough each other enough cover. And there's probably, you know, spiritual cover that we're getting as well uh, that, that allows us to continue this work. So I great job going down there because I went down there to the border and I couldn't see any any problems that they were talking about. Um, at the yeah, time it's, that it's definitely pockets. So what happens, right. and that's a good question because there are people who got down the border that said nothing's going on. There's yeah. a lot going on, but it ha- it's not going on everywhere because mm-hmm. it's, the Trump wall is, is a pretty effective wall. Yeah. Believe it or not, where we were, Michael, they cut out over 10 pieces of the Trump wall in 12 foot sections. And they had, they have a, they had a, a company called Spencer Construction there. And I, we asked them, why are these, why are these cut out? Oh, we're doing irrigation work on the Mexican side, right near the border. Now, okay. So if if we really really care, right? We cut out one per. We cut out one one place. We bring the construction crew there. You monitor it and you fix the problem. You don't keep. T- you don't cut out ten and leave them there for three four months open. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's just ludicrous. So the lies that they're telling us and the border patrol is telling us lies, and it's 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 really disgusting. Do I? I think there are good border patrol. The one guy uh, we we interviewed at in the deep at night, he claims ninety nine percent are good. I'm like, to well, I guess my problem, Mike, is is are you really good if you just keep going along with the plan? You know what I mean. Somebody's going to have to step up and be courageous. In in my opinion, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I I I saw people stand up and be courageous, and they got sit away and they never worked again and they lost yeah. that income source so that that is that is real uh you have to have to be aware that people are under that threat so uh it's better if you stay in that game like i did knowing there was corruption and you work behind the scenes so you know i i use spiritual powers and all that kind of great stuff most mm-hmm. most people don't understand any of that right i kept people alive but should be dead by should lots of people should be dead so uh, that became recognized. So that gave me cover. So some of the people that would normally get me out of there because I'm talking or doing stuff, uh, I got cover from them because I'd kept them alive and they knew that I was doing a good job. That will last you a certain period of time, but not for a long time. Mm-hmm. And lets more people, like I talked about, start to uh, awaken and start to participate. So the participa- participation rate is very important. Now we're seeing it with Jeffrey Epstein. How long did we know that Jeffrey Epstein had, you know, this island and children were going there, then and all these, you know, elites and so forth uh, were going there, and uh, it was all a big, you know, fantasy island land for them, and they covered each other. It had judicial people covering for them. Uh, what What are your thoughts on What are your thoughts on that? So we've known this for years and years and years. It's been covered. Now there's such a demand from the public to reveal this stuff because I see people on on social media all day long saying, reveal the names, reveal the names, reveal the names. So the, mm-hmm. the pressure has been tremendous. Exactly. What do, you, what do you think about that? Well, I think thank you to Elon Musk for that because that's why the tre- tre- pressure has been tremendous, um, whatever anybody thinks about Elon Musk. Now, your audience will understand this next statement. I believe the white hats are completely controlling the narrative, and and or or do, doing their the best. narrative, and that's that's beautiful because a lot of people don't understand that how important, how valuable, how powerful that narrative is, and Trump has done that perfectly for a long time. Right. So there's there's my frustration has been. Uh, I'll use Steve Bannon as an example. Steve Bannon knows so much more than he's talking about. But he releases it in tidbits. And I believe they're controlled and said, release this now, now this, now this, now this. Because if what we hear is is right, okay, so here, let's talk about Juan Osaban. Juan sp- said flat out, and I can say this now, he said this like three years ago to me, almost four years, four years almost. He said, he said, 
the good guys have a technology that is what he, they call better than a quantum computer, where they want run multiple millions of simulations almost per second until they determine what's the best thing for them to do, what's the best action for them to take. Now, my frustration with that would probably be the same as you and Tracy Joel is, well, why do we have a right brain and a pineal gland and, and, and have discernment if we're going to let a computer tell us everything that we're going to do, right? That's my concern with that. But that being said, assuming that that's what they use, I think that's a cover is what he was saying. And it's really Operation uh, or Project Looking Glass. I believe that's probably what they're looking at. So if that's the key, they have they already know the outcome and they know that they know the path to get there, which we the people don't know. So they're releasing this here and this here because they think that's going to be the most effective way to get the information out and wake people up. And they may be right. My only concern is when we completely take the human element out of these things and start not giving any accountability to the American people or worldwide, we the people, I think you're going down a slippery slope there. And that's my biggest concern. I believe they should trust us and we the people a little bit more that we can handle this information and discern it. So, but they've got Project Looking Glass, not me. So I, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, you know, look at Alan Dershowitz. He's been to uh, Pedophile Island 137 times. He's a Prince. He's Prince yeah, Prince Andrew 76 times. That's a lot less than 137 times. And then you have Clinton, who's everyone said, yeah, Clinton's been there. Everyone talked about Clinton before they talked to Bruce Andrew about, oh, yeah. he's yeah. been there 73 times. So a few times left there, Prince Andrew. So both of those guys, uh, I don't know what's going on with Clinton, but Prince Andrew was basically totally called out. Uh, Cl we've been, you know, and calling out Clinton. So people I were like, well, we want to see the list. Clinton. The list, yeah. we've already been saying who's who's been going yep. to the island. Nothing's happened because of people like Alan Dershowitz. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I've been, I've been, uh, we actually have on my news program today, we have breaking news on Bill Clinton and his connection to Epstein and uh, personal involvement that I had. And I think I only told this story once before, and it may even be on your show. Um, <clears throat> so I'll give you a little, little hint about it. There is a, a house called a, what's the house? It's a mansion. It's the biggest mansion in Beverly Hills, and it's called Green Acres, believe it or not. Um, they named who I don't know if they named it after the show or what, and it was purchased by a guy named Ron Burkle who owned a bunch of grocery stores. Ron Burkle, by the way, n now is a a major player in Hollywood. Go figure. And after Michael Jackson's passing, he is the one that bought Neverland Ranch. Little inf inf interesting information. So, I worked for the largest uh, commercial drain cleaning plumbing company in, in California, and my buddy and I were the two top troubleshooters. We were tasked to go to Burkle's house, right? And we went to Burkle's house, and we, I've always been kind of a guy that's curious and finding the loopholes, and I was already into conspiracies. So what happened is they had, they wanted us to find every problem we can find in the house so they can reduce the they can do a charge back on what they paid for the house, right? That's that's their goal. So they said, they said, Lewis, find everything you can wrong wrong with the plumbing in this house. Anything else, even electrical. I said, okay, no problem. The first two days, we had security completely monitoring us. While, by the way, they had cameras all over the property, cameras in the house. And this is uh, 35 years ago, at least. I think it was a long time ago. Bill Clinton was in office whenever it was. So finally, we convinced the the security guy. I, I said, you know what? I'm just going to call Ron and say, you're costing them double because you're you're up our butt the whole time when we're working and we can't work. All right. If he doesn't trust us, we don't need to be here. Next thing you know, the security was called off and they said, go ahead, do whatever you want. Great. So we had full reign of the house. Interesting enough, just like in the movies, they had this, this beautiful rotunda with this amazing... Uh, library of books and so on and so forth. It's just beautiful wood. And I see a slit in one of the cabinets. I'm like, that's odd. And I told my buddy, look at this. He goes, that doesn't make sense. 
what if there's a false door behind there? I go, well, let's check it. So I'm shaking it and it's a magnet, click, and it opens up and there's a door behind it. And like the crazy guys we are, we decided to go in there and it immediately, it went downstairs. It went in and there's the, there's a huge long hallway, a cedar. It's just stank of cedar. It was just very, very strong. And it was, um, the longest hallway I've seen of, um, shelves for shoes. So it was probably to keep the moss off the shoes. Right. And then we went in and down farther, it's kind of like a catacomb. And then there was a studio here and there was a viewing room, like a mini bowling alley. And you go all the way down to the end and there's this big, huge steel door with a combination lock on it, which we couldn't get through. Now, what's interesting about this story is later, I just happened to have a client with one of my businesses. This is probably only five, eight years ago, right? Somewhere or somewhere there, just a few years ago. And I just happened to be telling her this, this story. And the reason why it's because she was married to somebody that's, or ex, her ex-husband was somebody extraordinarily famous, right? And she goes, she like turned white. She goes, uh, you know, I was uh, best friends with Ron Burkle's wife. And I said, really? She go, he goes, yeah. And when Bill Clinton was in office, they would hold this huge party there because Burkle was trying to get into Hollywood. They hold this huge party every year. Clinton would go there and then they would usher the wives out. They said, you guys need to go come back in a week or two, right? They would change the Secret Service detail, which you know more about that than I do. I don't know why they would do that. And they stayed there. And then Bill Clinton publicly would tell everybody he's like at Camp David. He stayed there and they ushered all the young girls in after that. Wow. Mm. Not, God just puts me in the weirdest places and I don't know why. And then like this, 30 years later, I'm like, oh, that's why. why. So Yeah, so you can reveal, no doubt, no doubt. That's crazy, crazy. But yeah, that's... uh. I think that's a that's a compelling story, and uh, I got corroboration from somebody also. So I, it's now we know what was going on there. Now, full disclosure, I didn't have a clue what was going on there then. I'm just like, this is weird. You know, there's why would they have tunnels down here? What are they trying to hide? These people are crazy because they had a lot of weird stuff on the property, satanic stuff, anyways. Um, but now we know. So what what uh, what what time frame was that? What what year? Uh, let me see. I always have to go back to how old I was. So 30, maybe 32 years ago, I'm guessing. Holy wow. Was Clinton in office then? So that would have been 90, is that around 91 maybe? Was he in office then? Let me check. Um, he was in office, that's all I know. I believe Clinton. Let's see here. Yeah. Yep. 83 to 92. So yeah, it would probably been around 91. So he was in office. Crazy. So um there's this uh there's this one woman, uh Maria Farmer, and she has a uh uh a sister, uh, I can't remember her sister's name, but they both were uh basically were tied up into the Max Gisley Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein. She's, she's done paintings of it. She's, I think she lives in New York and, uh, she was disclosing to the FBI, I think all the way back in 2006 or seven or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they covered it up. So they, you know, the FBI and so forth have been covering this stuff up for a long time. So she revealed way, way back. Oh, you know, it's been like, so much details and yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to ask you. So back then, did they have the pinhole camera technology? Because she said they had pinhole cameras all throughout his house. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I know you use stuff like that. And Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably back in the 60s even. Really? Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the you know, space flights and all that kind of stuff, their, their, their stuff was uh, super high tech all way back then. Who knows, maybe in, even further back. I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. Yeah, I wouldn't. So uh, it's, it's absolutely they had uh, pinhole, uh, you know, cameras and so forth, uh, so they could uh, invest and use that. 
because we know they use that stuff to basically get dirt on uh, you know politicians and and so forth, uh, so they could manipulate them and get what they want from them. So there's like this facade of good people that are in office, and then they come in and basically manipulate them for behind the scenes, uh, and they they do what they want. So that's that that's perfect for them, you know, perfect yep. cover. Well, I've been telling everybody that Les Wexner and Jeffrey Epstein could care less about about human trafficking and child trafficking. Wex- that, Wexner, they didn't care about yes, good yeah. one. Yes, so all that, they care. Farmer was involved with with Wexner too. Exactly, Victoria's Secret and the L brand and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, the, and he's and, Mossad, by the way. Yeah. So uh, the but the deal is uh, people are under this myth that they were they were a huge child or human trafficking ring. That's not what they were about. They had one goal and one goal only, and that's to compromise the elite. That's it. Right. So they so they can control them. I mean. It's, and so I think people to put so much focus, and you know me, I expose human trafficking anytime I can, but they put so much focus on that. That's not what they were doing. I, they probably didn't even make any money off of that. It was all about compromising the elite, get them in a in a compromised position and it, and pay them off with this de- debaucherous type of sex with children. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that, that's what it was about, is, is gaining favor with them and getting information on them. And I think people go down the wrong road when they think it's something different because that's all it is. That's what Mossad is about. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. And, um, you know, the uh, someone, somebody said in the chat, uh, cedar disguises smells. So maybe there was something else they were trying oh, to disguise there. Yeah. You know, and, as far as and, like, you know, it was, they do sacrifice and all that kind of stuff yeah, that would, that would kind of maybe it hide that. It us in the face like you could not believe when you went, went into that area. But mm. That makes sense, and they would disguise it as shoe shelves. Great information, person in the chat. Thank you. I never thought about that, but that even yeah, makes more sense. Yeah, very good. So uh, it is, uh, you know, it's it's that's that's what we do. We we're all a, a big group of people that are like involved in like you know disclosing this information. Um, it is it is very sad, very sad to uh, you know have to do this, but that's uh, I think we're we're looking at probably a couple of generations before this is all done. Now that the deep state apparatus is absolutely being taken down, taken apart, uh, the way they make money and the people that are involved. Everyone knows that Joe Biden, someone's playing Joe Biden with a mask. Oh, I mean, on. that's everybody, the whole world. I mean, they, they joke it. Everybody jokes it. Right. So they're, they're not getting away with the kind of stuff they used to. Uh, you know, we're, we're like calling them out. And that's one of the things that, uh, doesn't allow them to, you know, use money and uh, create the money like they used to, the trafficking and so forth. Going down the border like you guys did, uh, you know, I suspected that Border Patrol, because I could see those guys come in and like, you know, the the National Guard will put up all that concertina wire. And then you get Border Patrol come in and like, you know, press it down so that illegals could come over. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like, uh, and that's got to be coming from Greg Abbott, uh, absolutely coming from the, uh, the the governors. And and what what are your what are your thoughts on that? Or have you heard anything about that? Well, so I was in Arizona. Okay. We're in we're in Sasabe, um, and it also happens um, in in another place in Arizona too. A lot. Um, I can tell you, the Border Patrol were miles away. They were nowhere near near the fence. There were no no near where near the border. We passed. We passed them all hanging out together, right past them to go check out the border. They're not doing anything down there. It's wow. it, it's it's ridiculous. They're getting paid though. Um, mm. But in Texas, I think it's interesting. Greg, ba- Greg Abbott is a deep state player, and a lot of people are trying to give him credit right now. And here's what's going. Here's what's going on. Yep. What happens is Abbott does nothing until there's so much pressure on him, and he feels like he's going to get just almost taken out by the Texans because they're serious. And then right. he does a decision, he does another decision. I can tell you his his last bill that he went through where he, he said uh, all the police and sheriffs can now start arresting illegals when they cross the Texas border, right, and deport them. Well, it sounds phenomenal. You go, oh, that's great if you can take care of it. You know what he didn't tell you is it doesn't take effect until March 5th. Therefore, that's a dog whistle saying, everybody, come in through the Texas borders. We're going to be completely porous, 
And then after March 5th, we're going to have to have another place for you to go. Because if they're really serious about it, he could have declared a, an emergency, state of emergency, and that could have been enacted immediately. But it didn't. So it, it's another, it's a fake thing. So when everybody praises Greg Abbott, I throw up in my mouth a little bit because I know what's really going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's part of the operation. Good, good. You're, we're united in calling him out. And of course, you know, there's, he's just like Brandon is just a, a figurehead. He, he doesn't have really any control. They tell him what to say and what to do, uh, from his wheelchair. <laughs> so, uh, it's, that's, that's an insane to me that it was just running down the street and a, and a tree, you know, fell on him and paralyzed him. It's like, what a great story. <laughs> it's, it's like that. Remember that, um, that one, uh, Senator that was in, he's from, uh, Nevada and he was supposedly exercising and the exercise, uh, band broke and hit him in the eye. Yeah, of course. They're, yeah, th these guys get roughed up if they get out of line. They you know, do. Uh, we, they we've do. seen, we've seen a lot of that. And if they don't toe the line, then they rough them up, maybe paralyze them or whatever. So, uh, that's, that's what they'll take out happened. a family member in a, in a second. Look, look what happened to, uh, Rathensburger of, of, of Georgia is his, his daughter's boyfriend that right. blew him up while he was driving to go see her. Right. Look, yeah. and they, of course, you know, the next phone call is that could have been your daughter. And then yeah. next thing you know, he's like, oh, no election issues where everything's good. Right. Da, 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 da. I mean, they're, they play. They play a different game than we play. Yeah, and now many, many years later, we're finding out that they didn't even do uh, uh, another inspection. So they didn't even none of them. They just said they did, and they didn't. They didn't go back and redo the. Uh, there might have been some figure, some people in a somewhere where they filmed it, but the, really they didn't do it, and they've discovered that and they disclosed it now. Yeah. So they didn't go back and uh, you know read recount in a lot of areas. So that's all BS. So at what, what point, you know, will it, you know, eventually completely fall back on them? Cause there's, there's no way that we can have another election. It's like, no one's going to do that. Well, it's, even the, even the deep state media can't, can't control the polls that are showing that, that Trump is destroying Biden in the polls. So the narrative is just going sideways on them. In fact, it, this, this is why, they have a war in Israel and a war in Ukraine. That's zero to do with Israel. It's zero to do with Ukraine. They need World War Three because the only thing that galvanizes everybody is a world war. And then they all galvanize together and, okay, now we're going to support the Biden administration and all the Congress. And now we believe the mainstream media. So CNN five years ago had 4 million viewers at their primetime hour. Now they have 456,000. Okay, so they're destroyed. They're 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 gone. So guess what? Would, a world war, World War Three, or like you would say four, because we we've talked about the other world war before. But a world war, guess what? Everybody's watching mainstream media now, and everybody's getting indoctrinated and brainwashed, and they're all supporting the Biden administration. This is this is why we have to pay attention when these these issues break out around the world that we don't buy into the narrative because it's always something different than what it appears. Hello, this is Michael Jaco. If you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition, go to michaelkjaco.com, unleashingintuition.com, where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality. Yeah, and that's that's the way it's going to continue until enough of us start to push back on it and uh, and change it because there's people on the inside that can like disclose like we're talking about, but mm -hmm. they're they're surrounded by vampires which will like you know blood suck them and disappear them and you know suicide them and all kind I of great. We'll stuff. see more though. I think you nailed it. The one does it, and then another one does it. You know, and they get a little little bit more. And I I understand from what your point of view is that doesn't alleviate my frustration. Sure. But I'm I'm a balls to the wall type of guy anyway. So I, I can't like my wife says, you can't expect everybody to be do what you do. And I get it. But uh the reality but give is, them the option. Give them yeah. the option and then they'll probably take it. As long as they know they're covered, they're not gonna lose their job, they're not gonna have their their community, you know, go against them or 
their their family get killed or whatever. So it it, it can make a obviously makes a difference. Yeah, well, where we can make a difference, I think you nailed it, is the more information we constantly put out on every platform we we can, mm -hmm. it gives them the courage and the cover to be a whistleblower right. and, and to come out because it's already there. It's in the mainstream, so they're not going to be considered a wacko or a conspiracy theorist. They're going to like, it's already in the mainstream. And by the way, when I say mainstream now, I'm not talking about the MSM. They're dead. I'm talking about the alternate media is the mainstream right now. Twitter, True, True Social, Rumble, that's the mainstream because they're getting they're getting all the action, which is beautiful. That says yeah. we're winning. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, because there is a, there's the reality they have created and the reality that we're creating. We 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 do we have that. Uh, there's there's a you know uh, system of uh, commerce and so forth that we're involved in. You know. That you know they can't manipulate us in anymore. So and we don't support if there's a woke uh, group, a woke anything, we stop supporting them. We call it out. We stop supporting it. It collapses them, or they get in line, uh, and then you know that's that's the way the world is being shaped now. So they don't have the control that they used to, but yes, they still do uh, to a certain extent, and it has to be, uh, and we have to continue the process. Yeah, I, I totally, totally agree. And it's interesting. You, uh, I, I might, I have a treat for you if you want to play it. It's a three minute video, and um, you were mentioning that pretty much what I say is you have to speak to somebody where they're they're at, not where you want them to be, to kind of acclimate them. Find something that they go, wow. If they did that, maybe they did something else, right? So I created a, a, a three minute video about the fake New Year, that that really dives into that, so people. There's, it's undisputable. It's undisputed. In fact, <clears throat> Juan was on my show and he's like, well, Lewis, this is a distraction. We don't really want to talk about this. I go, that's not. So we kind of got into it over that. But the, but the reality is he tried to classify it a certain way until I brought up four points. I didn't show it in the video, but we were talking. Then I brought up four points, which I have in the video. And then immediately he's like, well, yeah, clearly they, they did something there. You know, it's just so obvious that we are right now in a fake New Year. It's we're not even close to where the New Year's is supposed to be right now. Wow! So you have a clip you you're going to play? Sure. It? It's it's three minutes if you want yeah. me to. Play. Yeah, let's okay. play it. Let's we'll play it and we'll talk about it. That's great. Let me t tee it up here. Second. So you put this together yourself. I did. I did. You've done a, some really good videos in the past. I appreciate it. this. Was a quick one because uh, I just had an inspiration. Now I'm looking for the Zoom so I can share. There it is. Cool. I'm going to have to move your screen over here for a second, and now I could share this. Share with sound. Here we go. All right. Can you see it there? Yep. New Year's of Fate. That's a nice hat you have. <laughs> well, I think it's time for another tinfoil hat moment. Folks, even New Year's is fake. That's right. In October of 1582, by order of Pope Gregory VIII, the Gregorian calendar replaced the widely used Julian calendar in most parts of the world. The Julian and Hindu calendars New Year actually coincided with the spring equinox. That would be approximately April 1st. Many continue to celebrate the New Year's with the spring equinox after the implementation of the mandatory Gregorian calendar. But guess what? They were bullied and shamed in the streets and they were labeled April Fools. From the Bible, Luke states that the shepherds were keeping watch over their flock at night, suggesting there is no way it could have been December. December near Bethlehem would have been very cold nights. And the ground would have been off limits to sheep as they would have been freshly planted in November. The sheep would have been housed or penned up close to each other to keep them warm. More information, the English to Latin translation of the months. The ninth month, which we know as September, would equal septum, is seven in Latin. Tenth month equals October, octingenti is 
8. The 11th month, which equals November. Novem is 9. And of course, the 12th month equals December. In Latin, decim or decum is 10. That's right. So it is very clear now that the months were at minimum manipulated by two full months. Oh, but it gets better. A woman's cycle is 28 days. The lunar cycle is 28 days. If the months ran at 28 days, we would have 13 months of 28 days, equaling 364 days in a year with one day of renewal, presumably New Year's. You may think this crazy, but many cultures from over a thousand years ago ran strictly on the 28-day calendar. Every day of the week would be the same every month. Huh. Easy peasy. The 28-day calendar would have us in sync and balanced with nature, but the current calendar keeps us constantly guessing and off rhythm. We should be celebrating New Year's when new life is in bloom not the dead of winter. So, enjoy your celebrations in late December and early January, but just know you're likely three months early. That's outstanding. I'm glad you did that because uh, I've known that for many years uh, and I've never seen it put together so quickly and so perfectly. Uh, I was like, there's no way I'm gonna be, I'll be, ever be able to explain that. I did the research on it. It took me years and years but you just put it together so perfectly. Good job. Well, it's because I, I had the TikTok mentality. I woke up and I, and I go, how the hell am I going to get this information out under three minutes? Literally, that's what that's I good, said. That's good. That's because the mentality it, of most it, people these days. Yeah. And now it's viral on TikTok and on, on Twitter and it's viral on Facebook. It's going all over the place. Nice. Our, everybody's sharing it. I'll it's have hilarious. to share it. Yeah, good. Good. But if you know our, our uh, microwave mentality, if I would have made that 10 minutes, nobody would watch it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, and there, and there's so many things like that because that, that throws everything off whack. Now I've heard that the deep state has their own calendar and they, they do things off their calendar. What, what have you, what have you heard about that? Exactly the same thing. I've heard the exact same thing. And it makes sense too, if you think about it. Um, although what's interesting, um, I don't know if you're familiar with David Avocado Wolf. Yeah. He, he added on to my video. He he showed, I guess he showed my video on his show or Telegram, I'm not quite sure, but he added on to it a really good point. He said, based on all of his studies, that um, our January 1st is when Sirius, the dog star, is at the highest point. Mm, mm, mm. And there, therefore, when we're celebrating, they're using, I'm, I'm assuming, that the, the bad guys are using our energy of celebration as if we're celebrating their God. Right. Yep. Crazy. It's just crazy. Matt, I wish I would have known that before I made the video, because that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's there's a lot of information on that dog store stuff, too. Like how they came here and the Dogon tribe, you know, has a lot of information on the uh the the dog the the people that came from Sirius and basically gave them all, all kinds of information. Of course, the Dogon tribe has uh, uh African tribe uh, that has all this information on on that star system that there's no way they could have had. They we it, it was like maybe seven, 60, 70 years ago they they saw uh, one of the star systems and the way it uh, went around uh, Sirius Sirius B or Sirius C, whatever. They got several different stars that, that run around there, but. There's no way that they could have known that unless someone had given them that information because we didn't have telescopes and stuff like that. So, you know, it gives credence to, you know, that we've been visited and, and that there are other beings that have come here that have settled here that are kind of maybe running the show in the background. Yeah, that's very interesting. That's fascinating, actually. Yeah, and if, and if you get out of line, which I did one time, and talk about some of this stuff, uh, you get you get super destroyed. They do not mess around with the uh, the the alien stuff. Uh, yeah, now we're but now we're starting to see a preponderance of people starting to reveal that stuff. So they're getting overwhelmed with it now. So that's that's what's happening in that that group as well. Um, so that's that's another uh, fascinating thing. So we're revealing more and more, and uh, they're. 
their control system is, is, is shutting down, breaking down. Uh, they're, they're finding great difficulty in, uh, in making money like they used to. Because uh, money, they have to have the money of Babylonian money magic money to basically control us. And that system, like we were talking about this earlier, is, is starting to collapse on them. And we're Absolutely. creating uh, another system you know, away from them. It's funny that you'd say that because I'm actually, my next film is called Breaking Babylon. Oh, wow. And Good. it talks, it talks about a little bit about what you said in, in, with inside mm -hmm. of. Nice. Yeah. I look forward to it. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a, quite a, uh, you know, uh, show that's going on. Uh, Juan talks about that all the time, but we can control the show. Uh, that's, that's the beauty of, of the movie because we can, we can stop it. And then we can run it ourselves and, and run it on a different timeline, run it on a different program. Uh, and we're learning how to do that and we're starting to do that. Yeah, we can, well, we can control a lot more than, than we think we can control by far. I, I believe we're, we're virtually limitless. And the only thing that limit us is, is our left brain because it shuts off our imagination of what we can accomplish. You proved that when you were just the fact when you were teaching me, um, remote viewing, right? And it's amazing when you learn that skill set, you're like, whoa, it opens up a whole new rim. I mean, I I feel like virtually every day I'm love bubbling a bunch of people too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and once once you uh once you experience that that is that is a real thing, uh, and then you understand the frequencies and so forth, and then you understand your brainwave patterns, uh, then you're really starting to make a difference. Uh, and, and change the world. So, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot, still a lot of control systems that are out there. Uh, we know that you and I and many others that watch us, but we need to reach more, that the, uh, the Vatican is basically a Luciferian, uh, you know, control system. Uh, they, they've captured Christianity. Uh, they use that as a control system for the masses, just like they do with um, uh, Judaism and um, the, basically the all all the Abrahamic religions. So uh, Hindus, not so much. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Buddhist, uh, they're in a they're a different carrier. But of course, we see uh, the the Dalai Lama, like you know, tonguing children. So there's there's some problems there, obviously too. Yeah, I think Dalai Lama was CIA actually. Oh, do you? Yeah, I've heard yeah, people say that. Mm, interesting. I do. Wow. Maybe that's why the uh, the Chinese uh, came down so hard on them. Yeah, could be. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So, uh, um, so what else you got going on? Well, um, I do the news daily. I'm working um, a lot on rememberyouroath.com, where we're actually putting together a, a systems, which is pretty cool, where we hold the sheriffs and civil servants accountable like directly accountable in mass and um, not just sending a letter. It's like, we'll send them a letter and then we're going to, we're literally going to be showing up at their offices and go, okay, here, what are you doing? Creating a score scorecard for the sheriffs. So we know who's good, who's bad, who's doing what. And um, in addition to that, finally, the Patriot app that I probably mentioned to you about a year ago is uh, right around the corner, making a few more tweaks my wife says, stop giving dates. She's right about that, so, but it'll be out. It'll be out shortly. And that's really cool because that connects patriots all around, around the world in their areas where they can actually take action on a school board or take action on a board of supervisors. And that's all we really need to do. And it's, it's funny because people, we, we always look at this big, huge presidential picture and that's really not a, what it's about at all. That, that's going to take care of itself. We can take care of our communities. And ultimately, the micro will fix the macro. And based on the people I talk to and all all over, um, in fact, we have a, a a beautiful team in Arizona fighting so hard and making so much progress. Um, today on the news, uh, we're breaking. We have actual uh, paper proof about the 2022 election being stolen. So we're going to be breaking that on the news today also. In oh, Arizona. wow. Good. Yeah. And that's the, so, that, yeah, that I, I've had uh, some people on uh, this guy named Sean Taylor that works out of um, uh, Nashville. Uh, 
really, really well informed. And he's saying that, and I said this too, uh, that basically Katie Hobbs, they put her there because they were going to do uh, drug and child trafficking and all that kind of stuff. And they use that money, they launder it, and then give it to Democrats and other, other cities so that they can run campaigns and win. It's a big control system, and a lot of it comes through Maricopa right. County. You're so it's, uh, right. Yeah, and that's why they had to take down, you know, the voting machines there. And, you know, it, it should have been, okay, yeah, we had a problem. Let's, re, let's do, redo the vote. But no, no. it's, it's insane. No. It's, it's dirty. So, so um, there's a myth that the Arizona election was stolen because of Pres- President Trump. And it's it's not or or because of um uh geez, what's her name? The one that ran against Katie Hobbs. I can't believe it. Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake. So yeah. it wasn't stolen because of them. That's not why they stole it away from them. They purely stole it because you nailed it. You're the first person I've ever seen finally say it. They're protecting their child trafficking and drug trafficking operations. This is their funding mechanism that they have for these deep state actors. And they get paid in real estate, by the way. Yeah, they 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 give them, they give them a loan. That's it, hundred thousand dollars. Somebody wow. else, somebody else pays for the loan. Yep, you, you got know. it. So the this is what the the happens in Arizona, and it was a bonus that Carrie Lake didn't get in. It was a bonus that that it was called first against Trump, right? Because the reality is, it's all about protecting that mechanism, and um, it's just it's disgusting. We're so deep in it. It's so bad. So. I've gone, I went to the Board of Supervisors final meeting in Maricopa County um, last month and I got kicked out, you know, because, because uh, I'm calling them out. They're, they're just doing, I, I had a speech that kind of went viral. Oh, that was all cool. That wasn't the intention. I only went down there to support the team of people that are working so hard. I didn't intend to speak, but anyways, I ended up speaking. And then after that, I was watching some manipulation that was going on with, uh, Clint Hickman, and he's he's the one controlling the board of supervisors. And I'm just I just had to yell it out. I'm just calling it out. Everybody needs to know. And of course, they escorted me. They escorted me out. But uh, very interesting enough, though, those aren't sheriffs there. Those are county security, and I, they do that for a reason because the sheriffs can hold the board of supervisors accountable. Right. County security cannot because they work for the board of supervisors. Isn't that interesting? And they try to put their hands on me. And I said, you're not going to want to do that. I'm telling you right now, you need not to do that or it's not going to work out well for you. And then the guy, he, he backed off. He goes, okay, okay, just leave. Please just leave. And then, then I left. But uh, it's a it's a dirty, dirty place, man. Wow. You, just, you feel like you have to be cleansed after dealing with these people. It's just disgusting. Oh, by the way, four out of five are Republican. So st- let's stop the Republican Democrat. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Very good. Thank you. Yep. The, the corruption is uh, throughout the whole system. Uh, you know, we, we want to believe that, you know, Republicans are, are going to change change things, but no. They're, 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 just, they're bought out. They're corrupt as well. It's one party. That's it. Uniparty. Yep, That's absolutely. It. And they'll, they'll make one party look good and cool, and it's almost throughout the whole system. Uh, there's very, very few people that are actually good. Like like yeah, we talked about, uh, you you can't hang out with vampires and survive. <laughs> no, they'll 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 blood suck you. They'll kill you, uh, and that's that's what they do to anyone that's good that that could, that comes in. Now, if you come in and you can work around the system and expose it in a, in subtle ways, you know, like I used to do, and I think both of us still do that. There is there is a certain level you we know you can't. You can't do too much. There's something. There's something dangerous. You, you yeah. can't cross. That's that. That's right. Yeah, and they and they know that as well. Uh, so they'll there's people there's good people that are working around the system. It, it doesn't have to be that way. If we have enough people that are involved and understand what's going on, instead of continually saying, "Oh my, the Republicans are all good." No, they're not. Like we just said. Are you know I I've been a Democrat for all my life and I'm not going to be I don't care who's 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 running I'm going to support them. That come on we gotta that's not what our country is about that's not what um 
it's it's like uh there's a deficit of common sense in some people mm-hmm. uh it's like you know what what has happened to you how, how did it happen we know the education system and, and so forth but uh it, it we're we're not going to move forward but i know we are we're not going to move forward as quickly as we like because there's so many people out there that are uh consciously compromised yeah it's 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 so true it's it's at the height of disgusting that it could it could possibly be and it it is it is permeated through everything and this is what i'm trying to teach people now is is even assuming the elections were legit the elections are won and lost in the primary and the pre-primary they're not won in the general election where everybody gets excited about because usually you will have two people running against each other you'll have a democrat and you'll have a you'll have a deep state rhino that's who's running against each other. So for the deep state, it's a win. Either way, it's a, it's a win. So they put all their money and all their time and all their focus where? They don't put it in general election. They put it in a manipulating the primaries. So anybody that's going to be, that's good, that's coming up, up and coming, they'll find a way to squash them by diluting their votes, which they often do. They'll put other, three other people in the same same party against them. That'll dilute their votes and then they'll get their they'll get their rhino in there. So- the games that are played are way before the general election, but you know that's that Freemason look. Whatever the left hand is, you should probably be looking at the right hand. Yeah. Now I, I've had um, uh, a couple times now. I've had uh, Mike Gill on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's been. I feel that he's he's disclosing uh, on an exceptional level. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he's been involved in this a lot longer than any of us. It, maybe there's some. Maybe Juan has been involved in this longer. I don't know, but. He's been like 20 years, 10, 20 years or whatever, you know, exposing. Uh, so I think he's, he's, he knows a few things. And of course he used to be exceptionally rich. So he knows that aspect of it. And he was involved with all the people that are rich, the government and people that are manipulating things. So he has some really good insights. So he's, he's called out a lot of this stuff. He's called out a lot of people and, uh, he gets, he gets, he gets blowback on it. Um, even from the truther community, unfortunately. But what what are your thoughts on uh, Mike Hill? Right. So um, I've I've known Mike. I've interviewed Mike two two times. And mm-hmm. In fact, I featured him in my film Cages. Nice. And um, in fact, uh, he just he texted me last week saying, "Hey, I'm busy. I'm going to call you next week." But here's what I believe about about Mike. Mike has a lot of great information. He's got the Pandora Papers. He's done some phenomenal work. He's lost everything. And he's been on the run for years, right? Mm-hmm. And he's given it, he's given the information to Flynn and given it to Trump. So now he finally realized that, okay, Flynn's just a bad guy. So his concern is he hears there's negotiations with Trump with the deep state. Okay, well, if anybody understands the art of war, Trump would have to be in negotiations with them anyways. So that's that's why I'm not too concerned about that. But Mike's getting frustrated with everybody else now. I believe that's just because the pressure is boiling in him. And one thing I do believe about Mike is Mike is awake about human trafficking, money trafficking, and and drug trafficking. But he's not fully awake when it comes to Andronochrome, the satanic. Well, he's getting more on the satanic thing, but he was not fully awake on all that other stuff when when I spoke with him. So I believe he doesn't understand that there probably is a plan of some sort going on and everything goes in certain stages. From his point of view, I think he's lashing out just because he's just so frustrated yeah. right yeah. now. And I kind of believe it's, we're going to find out, let's just say it's the the one Mike Gill thing. We'll probably find out they're both good guys, right? But of course, yeah. Mike, Mike was frustrated with Juan and so on and so forth. And he's just lashing out. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, he felt like the uh, truther community for a period of time, at least that's what he says, basically dissed him and, and pushed him pushed him away. Um, wow, that, that's that was, too bad. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't at all. You know, he, like, he could have called me. I'm like any time. Yeah, back, I would, go back. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's talk some more. He could have called me any time. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, he's he's been on Michelle Moore show. Uh, have you ever done a show with Michelle Moore? 
No, no, no. The only I found out about Michelle Moore because of the Mike Gill interview. Actually. She is a excellent interviewer. She interviewed me one time. It's like, wow. I was like, that you are the best interviewer. So I mean, you can see that with her doing uh, Mike Gill, and uh, so that. So again, you know, reveals come from uh, mysterious and unusual places. Michelle Moore, you know, she. Yep. She did her shows were like you know kind of out there in another in realm, and then she started coming into this realm and started revealing in here, and she's done a really good job. So you never know who's going to come in and start revealing, and that's what a lot of us try and get people to do. Everyone can have an impact uh, in a certain way. You don't have to be like a you know have a show like we do necessarily, but you can um, you can disclose, you can talk to people. You know, you can like push, push the envelope like I'm talking about. Uh, you might be in a room full of uh, vampires, but the people that aren't vampires are going to get vampired. Maybe you can leave them a little hint. You know, I, I you know, just kind of playing around with the uh, the idea, but I think a lot of people just don't want to get involved, and that's that's hurting us from moving forward. I think. Yeah, that's it's. They, I mean, they could just throw, I always tell people, just throw out a little tidbit sometimes and just see what the reaction is. Like, like it's cr crazy with 9-11 that two planes, two towers, but three buildings fell. And in the history of the world, there's never been a steel building that fell because of fire. It's just, just odd. That's little, that's how I started. Yep, just throw it out like that. You just throw Doing it. that kind of stuff, yeah. It, it's amazing. You could do that with the, uh, the calendar thing. You go, it's explain the difference between October and December, those four months real quick. And people are going to go, well, that's odd. Yeah. That, that opens them up. That opens that door. Right. Yeah. Find something, uh, that's going to get them, you know, involved. And a lot of people say, because, you know, my background that, you know, they can, they can use that. It's like, listen, this guy's Navy SEAL, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, uh, and then someone's going to say, oh, I was CIA. I don't trust CIA. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, once the CIA, uh, really? Once the CIA, I know. Once CIA, always a CIA. You know, yeah. What right. once? Uh, once uh, a good CIA guy, always a good CIA guy. Once revealing all the ins of the CIA, which I do all the time. Uh, it's like some people just want an excuse not to get involved and believe. Right. That and that's what I'm talking about. Uh, the excuses, you know. Uh, and and we've talked about it. Uh, there's no excuse for anyone that's not within a system where you could be vampired, mm -hmm. you know, uh, crucified or whatever. So, uh, you know, go ahead and reveal uh, a little tidbit here and there. It's not going to hurt. I mean, maybe you get a little back, back, back flash or whatever. I don't know. Splash. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's not, it's not, it makes a difference over time. It does. It does. And everybody can make a difference. It's that ripple in the pond effect. Mm. And it, it does work. I was just telling somebody yesterday, actually I did on my show yesterday. I said, you know what? Or was it yesterday? Two days ago. Who knows anymore? Anyways, it was, I said, let's say you as a person go out and talk to 10 strangers and just try to, try to wake 10 strangers up, whatever your process is. Mm. Nine of them think you're crazy. One of them Tell somebody who tells somebody they get active and they end up saving children from being trafficked. Don't underestimate the effects that we have. You may not see the fruits of your labor, but they were there. Just plant those seeds everywhere. And we have to have courage, though. We cannot be afraid to start talking to people about this stuff. That's that's what's going to make the difference because someone speaking out allows someone else to speak out. You never know who that someone else might be. They might have more, um, a larger, they might have an audience that you don't have or, yeah. you know, that you might have, and, you know, impact somebody who's like, well, they're talking about that. How many other people are talking about it? I've been wanting to reveal this for a long time and I'm going to do it on my own and get, get hammered. So that is, that is the thing going forward. I think, uh, that more and more people get involved and start talking about it, uh, start sharing this information, continue to watch it. I mean, it's easy to share on Facebook, Twitter, you go on Twitter and share stuff, you know, uh, it's super easy. Yep. I agree. Makes a difference. Okay, brother. Uh, any, any last words or 
No, if anybody wants to find me, just go to screwbiggov.com and all links and everything I do, all the films are right there, screwbiggov.com. Screwbiggov.com. And you got, uh, yeah, for uh, Rumble and all that other stuff and good. And I've got, and you need to go there because I just found out that um, I've got duplicate accounts everywhere. I just found there's somebody impersonating me on Twitter, on, on Telegram. On Rumble, there's a couple. There's two accounts on YouTube that are monetized right now that are stealing my information. So just go to screwbigov.com, click on those links, and it'll get you to the real Lewis Firms and Screwbigov. Nice, nice. Yeah, we're, we're and that's another thing. You know, we're all being affected by that. You know, people trying to steal their information and and benefit from it, and it and it kind of. Um, it screws us up because it brings negativity to us because people are getting taken advantage of and they think it's us and it's not. Yeah. yeah. Two people just reported to me yesterday that somebody scammed them out of money pretending it was me. It's sad. Yeah, it happens, uh, happens unfortunately, a lot. So we, we constantly try and tell people, hopefully people listen to this and, you know, uh, use really good judgment going forward. Yeah. I yeah, I have so many different accounts out there. It's 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 insane. And then even in my own account, people come and drop, contact me. It's like got my picture and everything. It's like ah. All right, brother. Hey, uh, Mike. I think you're scheduled on my show next week. Actually, am I? Okay, cool. I think so. So that'll be awesome. So yeah, we'll very see. good. We'll All see right. over there soon. Absolutely, sounds great. All right, yeah, it's good to hook up with you again, and uh, you know, good luck out there doing whatever you're doing. Thank you're sharing you. some really awesome stuff as usual uh, I love that thing about the uh, calendar that was brilliant Yeah, thank you we need to tell Tracy Joe I for me appreciate you absolutely alright everybody we'll talk to you guys next time cheers thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets the podcast until next time stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality